We're clear for takeoff. Again, everyone, it's time for another Kings of the Heart. My name is Tariq Omari Walton, and I am joined by my man, Dr. John Hart. We are two of, of course, your favorite marriage and family therapists. Dr. John, how are you doing this morning, man? I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing well. I'm feeling good. So, yes, sir. as always, I'm happy to be here with you and yeah, happy man. to uh, talk about relationships oh, and yeah. uh, healthy relationships. Healthy relationships. How to go about it, man. So I'm feeling great. How are you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing fantastic, man. I love this time of year as we're moving into, you know, the fall. The season's about to start changing. And it just feels good. I mean, things just really feel good right now. Staying busy, but staying healthy. Staying healthy and making sure I'm t- taking care of myself, you know? Are you taking care of yourself? How's your self-care yeah, lately, man? Uh, self-care is important. I've been prioritizing it, and you got to keep doing it. it that, that has to be a full-time job, right? Yeah, self-care yeah. has to be a full-time job. Yeah, you have to incorporate so, it into everything that you're doing, man. Everything. Yeah. Everything. So, you know, hopefully you're treating yourself well with self-care as well, brother. Oh, no doubt. I have to. I have to. I've learned. I've learned the hard way. I've had to do that, man. So, hey, listeners, look it. We've been talking about boundaries and things like that for a while. And coming off of that discussion, coming off that series, we figured let's take it in a different direction. You know, with boundaries, you think about how we need to set things in a way that keep people from having too much access to us, right? Well, now let's talk about what we need from other people and what we should be looking for in other people. You know, people always talk about red flags and, and you know, we started talking about yellow flags. We did a whole session on yellow flags. Well, today we want to talk about green flags. We want to talk about the things you should be looking for in a mate that helps to have a healthy relationship as you move forward. So, yeah, let's talk about some green flags. What do you think about that, Dr. John? I think it's a great idea. Um, it's like let's let's uh, change the energy and direction of the of the brain, huh? Yeah. Instead of negative, let's lean positive. Gotta go positive. And uh, and 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 try to see what we can help people to ground themselves in. You know when when looking for green flags. Right. So you want to look for all flags, but green flags are just as important, guys, as the yellow and red ones. Well, why don't we start off just talking about what are the differences between red, yellow, and green flags? What are some of the differences that we should be acknowledging? Yeah, well, you know, well, I think one of the best advice uh, I heard um, is from our, you know, former clinical director, you know, at, at Maryland. And, you know, she would always say, you know, go with your gut, you know, like we have instincts and like those instincts allow us to um, understand and operate situations as much as possible. So when something's not right, uh, the degree of it not being right, that's where you have the yellow and the red flags. You right. know, if, something's, if something is alarming, I mean, that's clearly a red flag. Right. You know, it makes you super uneasy. You think fight or flight. I mean, if, if you oh, see yeah. here right. or, you know what I mean? That if you are feeling the need to either fight or flight, that's a red flag. Um, those are like what the term is now, like super cringe. You know, like those Never super that cringe one. moments. Okay. Yeah, like okay. cringeworthy. Cringeworthy for know. sure. Yeah, you know, like those those are red flags. I think I think the yellow flags at least for me is, you know, there's there's some it's you know it's 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 a little bit lesser. It's like there's hesitation mm-hmm. after hearing and seeing something. Makes there's, you raise your eyebrow a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it makes you raise your eyebrow. Um, makes you go, huh? 
You know, like those moments. <laughs> right, huh. right. You know, th those are kind of, to me, like the, the yellow flag. Yeah. But uh, what does it look like for you, Brother Rick? I think about, you know, when it comes to red, just very basic. When it comes to red, yo, that means stop. So when people throw around, oh, that's a red flag, that's a red flag. Well, if it's a red flag, well, shouldn't you be stopping? Shouldn't that, isn't that a sign that you need to back off and not pursue? You know, whereas when we talked about yellow flags before, the yellow flag is more about that caution. You know, yeah. slow down. You know, keep your eyes open, be aware, you know, and the things that you're seeing, just take note of it. You know, it doesn't mean yeah. that you have to necessarily stop, but it definitely doesn't mean that you should continue going full force forward. You know, so just slow down a Agreed. little bit when you see those yellow things, little flags. I mean, I love the way that you put it for the red. You know, if it's if you're feeling that fight or flight, then you know that's a red flag. And that means stop, stop mm -hmm. altogether. You know, but when we start talking about the yellow, it's just caution, slow down a little bit. But that mm -hmm. green... That green is like, oh yeah, I see something I like right here, and so, right? so that's what that's the, the the more appealing things. Those things that say, yo, go, keep moving forward. These are great great qualities that you're seeing that this person's um, portraying. So move forward with that. Keep those things in mind. Keep you know, be aware of those things. I think so often we get so caught up in the caution and the things that make us stop that we're not fully embracing and aware and appreciating of those green flags, those things that are. Um, potentially um, very healthy qualities that people actually portray. That's yeah. what I'm seeing. So, yeah. Well, my question to you then is I think uh, listeners will probably be wondering, it's like, well, how do you balance the two? How do you, how do you balance all these flags when either dating or getting to know someone or anything like that? I mean, because before we jump into, you know, the green flags, I think it's, it's, it's only, it's only human to think about, well, how do you balance it? How do you, prioritize or how do you kind of go about making sense of these different flags right all three will be present because we're all human right right, right. but brother Rick, for the listeners i mean like how how do we balance this you have to compartmentalize you know you break it all down as you're seeing these things put them in their little boxes you know even if you have to take notes well you know after a date you know after a date right write out a little chart like three columns and put down mm -hmm. okay so what was really good about this you know what did i really enjoy about this who did i what, what qualities did i see in this person that were very appealing very positive, very moving. What are some things that I heard that were kind of cautionary? Put that in a yellow column. What are some straight up, you know, okay, I really need to, you know, think about this moving forward, the red red column, you know? So compartmentalize everything that you're seeing. That way it becomes more clear of what you're dealing with. If the red flags outweigh the yellow and the green, well, if there's any red flags at all, you really want to slow down. But the yellow outweighs the green, yeah, you might want to reconsider your position on how you're moving with that person. But if there's a lot more green flags than anything else, that's potentially somebody that you want to be with. So you want to mm -hmm. compartmentalize everything. How about you? What do you think? Yeah, I also think that um, I think I, I, I think to add to that is grounding yourself in terms of like where you are mentally, emotionally in that moment. Right. OK, so you don't want to be. Uh, Right. So, so when I, when I, yeah, right. So that, that, thank you. Right. So that's, but that's one example. You you don't want to be caught up or lusting because that's how you can overlook yellow and red flags. But at the same time, you don't want to be super paranoid mm -hmm. and super cautious because then you overlook 
the the green flags that right. could also speak you know what i mean so mm -hmm. so there there's there's some um, it's not just about like emotional you know maturity but we have to ground ourselves to be as close to baseline as possible so right. that way we are as differentiated as possible meaning we are balancing our um any kind of emotional reactivity that we're having with um, rationality. Yeah. I mean, that that's the term that we were taught. Different, right. to, to be differentiated is to be balanced with both reason and feeling. Right. But what if you lean more so towards one versus the other, things like dating and getting to know each other, like that's where these flags are going to be present. Right. But based on your differentiated kind of like level, like it could throw you off in making poor decisions around whether to continue right. full stop, like Brother Rick was saying, or, oh, you know what? you know I, I you know let's keep it going so I, that's that's what i meant by like yeah. kind of we have to ground ourselves in where we are i like that i like i like the way that you put that because what you're really talking about is checking how you're responding emotionally to what's happening in front of you you yeah. know not not getting caught up in just the the feelings of the the the, the butterflies and the infatuation of the moment yeah. you know the excitement of it and even the the biases that you walk into it with you know being aware being very self-aware of what's happening with you in the moment and how you're responding and making sure that you're seeing things more clearly, that you're not just going into a kind of, you know, full force with this idea of, you know, what you want it to be, but you're actually, ground, like you said, grounding yourself in the reality of what's in front of you as opposed to how you're kind of using a lens to look at the situation and your emotions attached to that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it's it's just something that kind of came when you were talking and I'm like, yeah, well, because let's be real, we 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 are human and so we're going to get caught up in we all kinds of suckers for feelings. love, boy. Sucker for yeah. love. I mean, and so when it's there, um all those uh what is it? Uh the dopamine's rushing to the yeah, brain. Yeah, right. You know I mean, it's a lot right. of it's a lot of, of good feels oh, going on. We know on. we've been caught up before, boy. <laughs> yeah, you oh, know, it's, look at it's, that over there. Yeah, it, it's it's and so like just being pretty grounded um, but I also think like that's why it's helpful to just um, slow things down. We've talked about this in previous episodes. Slow okay. things down, yeah. get to know people, ask the right questions, get to really vibe out with people, hang out with the person in different contexts mm -hmm. because so many flags will 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 start showing themselves, right? Right. Um, so I, I I think it's a good, it's actually a really great conversation because mm -hmm. I think, and that's why I wanted to ask that because I think we've all been there in our lives where it's like, how do you... How do you balance all these flags right. and how do you responsibly and maturely uh, um, make a decision about that? And I think we've talked about this con constantly. And I think the answer is when you understand yourself and you and 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 you understand what your true needs are, mm -hmm. it'll, you'll, everything will make sense right. in terms of how what these flags mean to you and what right. to prioritize. And I also want to throw behind that motivation. What are you motivated by? Correct. You know, are you motivated yeah. by the, the need to be in a relationship right now or to get married soon or have kids soon? What's what's your motivation for developing a relationship with somebody? And is that going to impact how you see these different flags? You know, if you're really, you know, gung ho about just being in a relationship, well, some of those red flags may look like yellow flags. Yeah. You know, and some of those yellow flags yeah. might just look like I don't, I don't want to say green flags necessarily, but you're going to, going to ignore them. You know, yeah, so you want to be very aware of what you're being motivated by and how that's going to impact how you actually see these different flags. I also want to ask you, you know, why do you think it is that people focus so much on red flags and, you know, yellow flags? I guess they did. Again, 
people often conflate yellow flags and red flags. There's a, there's a difference between the two, but people, when they, they talk about red flags, they're often really talking about yellow flags, that caution that you should be using. But why do you think people talk so much more, focus so much more on yellow flags and red flags and not so much about the green flags? Um, I think because like our brains and minds lean, lean toward negativity. Mm-hmm. I mean, straight up. I mean, like, right. that's what I always like work to. I tell my clients, I remind them all the time, like the brain and the mind lean towards negativity. So it's easier to recall the last time you were hurt than the last time, like you were fully overjoyed. True. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, true. So that, that's, that's, that's point number one. Point number two is I also think that, um, because as adults, for the most part, you've been in previous relationships and you've also grown up in your own family dynamics. And so the hurt and trauma that I've came from those stick with you mm-hmm. as much as they can. I mean, other than going to therapy and working them out. But when they're with you, they're with you and they actually start to lead with fear. Right. right? And so you it, it becomes instinctual and survival when dating when getting to know people where you're like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh and and that's unfortunate because that is one of the ways that we do and we can overlook some of the green flags Mm -hmm. is because of our own uh hurts uh uh, traumas and 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 stuff like that and again that's why we're always saying you know go get help go to therapy you know do those things um because when we're saying that it's all about trying to get you as close as possible to a healthy baseline to make very healthy choices with dating or getting to know people or even like or you know we're engaged and mm-hmm. we need to figure out are we is is this the one for me to right. to, to go ahead yeah right, right. um but when what when we have a lot of scar tissue left from previous relationships it can make us pretty jaded and yeah. being and being emotionally present available and responsible um, in the moment. Yeah, I think also one of the reasons why a lot of people don't consider the green flags is because I think they think they already know it. I think they people think they'll know yeah. it when they see it and they don't have to consider it. They don't have to actually process it. You know, I can't tell you how many people you come across and they have a list of things that they want in a mate, but there are so many other things to consider that they may not even think about. And that's why it's important to actually point out, okay, there's a lot more than just the ones that you have on your list. And or even the ones that you think you, you just recognize, it's not always so easy. You know, you may not realize how important some of these green flags are to you personally, but to a healthy relationship in general. Because even it's funny, even when I'm doing um, I do exercise with my couples when I first started seeing them. I want them to tell me, you know, what are your ideas around what it, what it means to be in a healthy relationship? You know, what are the the qualities of a healthy relationship? And there's so much that they don't consider. And mm-hmm. I think the same thing goes for when you're looking for a mate. There are certain qualities that are probably very important to you that you're not even fully considering. And that's why yeah. we're here to talk about them today. So let's, let's not keep the listeners waiting anymore. Let's break it down, man. Yeah. Let's break it down. What do you, what's your first green flag that you think is essential to find in a mate? What's the first green flag for you? Uh, um, I, I think, I think overall, uh, I'd say one of the is for me. Is that is that what you're well, asking for me, or you think for just in, just general, in general? In general, in general, yeah. in general. Yeah, it's well, gonna be different well, for everybody, especially based off of your love language. It may be very, very different, like, you know. But just exactly. in general, in general, what do you think is a, an important, important, very important green flag? Uh, I, I think right off the back, I think it's important to have a green flag is just enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mean it's 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 so cliche, but it's so critical, right? right? Because at the essence of every relationship is quality time, regardless if that's your primary love language or not. Right. 
But if you really do enjoy being with the other person, that's that's it's a good start. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> right. it is it right. is it is a fundamental good start right. to to have that. So I mean that that's one that really comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Are you laughing? Are you yourself? Right. Are you are you calm? Uh, do you feel safe? Right. Mm-hmm. Those are all things about enjoying someone's company. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I mean, some of the some of the specifics that come with it could vary. But just in general, if you enjoy the other person's company, that's a really good green. That's a, that's an amazing green flag. And can I tell you how many couples I see who are in a place when they come by the time they come see us who are not enjoying each other's com- company, you know, because of whatever history they have with each other, you know, but for them, they started off in that place where they really did. You know, so then this can be a later episode, but you have to also think about what do you do to maintain that sense of enjoyment with one another, you know, and the work that it takes to do that. But yeah, you want to be able to, from from jump, you want to be able to enjoy each other's company. You know, if you don't enjoy being around the other person, think about how that's going to weigh on you moving forward. You know, and again, what are you motivated for to be with a person if you don't really enjoy the company? It makes no sense at all. Uh, it makes no sense. So I, I start with that one. I mean, what, what 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 comes to mind for you? What's one that stands out to you, brother? One that stands out for me is respect. You know, and you can take that in so many different areas. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know how they respect you know themselves and how that shows through in terms of their you know the way they, they keep themselves. Um. How they respect you in public and in private. How they respect you know if if you ever have the chance to meet family members, um, their friends wait staff when you guys go out you know how are they treating people you know so i don't don't know if it's more just respect or how they treat people i guess they go hand in hand but it's just the way that they treat other people um when they're in their when they're in your presence i mean of course you're not gonna know when they're not um but yeah even but even when they talk about people you know are they talking about people with a sense of respect even if they don't like what happened even if they're not happy with the situation but still able to maintain a level of respect for the person in that situation and that's important yeah. you know because eventually if they tend to show a lot of disrespect for other people guess what that disrespect is going to be turned around on you too so you want to know that they have a very respectful side uh, i agree i think i think that's well said because that, that gets overlooked you know you don't want you don't want to be with someone who's disrespecting other people who think it's funny and cute uh, right. only for that to be turned on you down the line right right you know I'm even thinking like when you're driving, you know, people who are always cutting other people off, you know, that's a sign of disrespect. You know, yeah. are, are they disrespectful people? Well, that's that to me is a, is a instant yellow flag. You know, if yeah. you see that kind of behavior, it's not quite a red flag because you never know what kind of mental state they may be in the, in the moment and why they may not actually be as, you know, focused on being respectful in that moment. Um, yeah. But it's definitely something you want to keep an eye on. So you want to see somebody who is consistently being respectful, no matter what area they're in, and then no matter what state they're in. Yeah, no, I I, I think that's I think it's really good. it's a really good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean respect respect is at the core of any human interaction. So mm-hmm. right, you're spot on. You're spot on about that, man. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. All right, um, give me another one, man. Give me another green flag. What's what's another one for you? I think a really great green flag is just willing to cope with ups and downs, man. I mean, mm. life is hard. Uh, life yeah. life throws so many things. We go through transitions. We're going to have bad days. We're going to have amazing days. We're, I mean, and I think it's, a, it's an amazing green flag to be with someone who is flexible, who adjusts, 
who um, in a healthy way, yeah, who in a healthy way can can roll with the punches, right. but who's also willing, part of willing to cope with ups and downs is willing to open up and ask for help and be oh, vulnerable yeah, and let people know that you're struggling. That's a green flag. That's yeah. an amazing thing yeah. you want to have in someone in a relationship. I mean, what, what do you think about that? Oh, one? yeah. I mean, resiliency. You know, you want to meet somebody yeah. who is resilient knowing that they can handle things as they come. Those people who kind of cower at every little thing that happens and um, stresses out and, you know, falls into a deep depression if they're, they're faced with a, a, a difficult time or difficult matter, you know, that's not someone you really want to, well, it's a lot that you have to deal with there. But in terms of someone that you can see, when, thing, when they're faced with adversity, they can adapt to it or they can deal with it in a way that's healthy. You know, they can cope well. I, I like the word you use, cope. They can cope well in those situations. And that's a green flag. You know, someone who's resilient and you're able to see that when it happens. Even when they come back and talk to you about a really hard day they had at work. And they talk about, you know, well, I decided just not to talk to the person. Well, they're probably not, you know, very resilient because they're 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 pulling away as opposed to engaging. Mm-hmm. You know, so you want to yeah. keep an eye on that too. Yeah, that, that sense of resiliency um, is, is important to have in yeah. a potential mate because again it's, it's going to turn back around on you when you have those hard times because we all face them especially when you're in a relationship there's yeah. so much that you see with each other and experience with each other there it's not always going to be good it's not always going to be great you know so you're going to have those really hard times are they going to be able to be there for you um are they going to be able to adjust with you or are they going to run and cower yeah you know so you want to yeah. you want to see that quality so i agree with you 100 yeah. percent yeah, that's a good one, man. Yeah. Um, just thinking about that. What's 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 another one that comes to mind? For you know, the people? you you mentioned it in there, and I always talk about this from the standpoint of emotional intimacy and forming that emotional bond with somebody. You want to be with somebody who is willing to be vulnerable with you. Now, now, of course, you have to create that safe space, but you want to be with someone who is vulnerable, meaning they are. I don't want to say able. They are willing to express to you how they feel about different situations, how they're being impacted by their different experiences, whether it's with you or just in, in their general everyday lives. That you want somebody who can tell you, I'm feeling any n- number of emotions. Right. But but those people who are always closed off, again, yellow flag. I think we talked about that in that episode about yellow flags. But vulnerability, yep. seeing vulnerability in someone is is key because you need that in order to f- form emotional bonds. If someone yeah. can't be vulnerable with you, then you can't understand what they're going through. And if you can't understand what they're going through, they're not going to feel understood. And it's hard to connect around a lot of misunderstanding. And so yep. someone who's actually going to be open with you about how they're being impacted by the world around them is key to having a, a strong emotional bond and a healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that one. I mean, you talking about that... Um, made me think of another uh, great green flag. And that is, um, I talk a lot about this with my clients. Um, you know, sense of perspective, I think is very important. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> part, part, part of it, uh, having perspective is so grounded in what I was describing earlier, right? Just being as differentiated as possible like you're balancing your both your emotions and reason everything can't be this overreacting everything can't be this overreaching yeah. it really blocks emotional intimacy it does because remember if your partner tells you if they're vulnerable and they're telling you something that you are you may or may not be doing and they're right. giving feedback if you lose perspective and overreact or just you know, 
that that's that that's that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. A green flag would be grounding yourself into a sense of perspective and mm-hmm. saying, you know what, I actually appreciate the information you're giving me. I didn't know. Right. And and that increases the emotional intimacy that you were describing. Right. But that is a green flag. You got to be able, you know, when 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 trying to think about relationships, being with someone who has a strong sense of perspective mm-hmm. is very healthy for the relationship. Right. It's it's a it's it's a it's it 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 humanizes the relationship. It humanizes the person. Um, but it also allows there to be more conversations and more actions to be done because right. it's not about it prevents things like tit for tat, being petty, yeah. uh, uh, shutting down a lot of withdrawing. But to be able to say like, oh, wow, like this is helpful or I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, while to your point, but still grounding yourself in your emotions. I yeah. mean, it's it's you can you can feel how you feel. But don't allow your emotions to now spill over to the point where you've lost perspective and <laughs> yeah. how to deal with yep. the relationship or the situation. Yeah. Well, you know, when you mention perspective, the first place my mind goes to is somebody who has a kaleidoscopic perspective, meaning they yeah. can see multiple perspectives at one time. You know, they're not yeah. so attached to one perspective. And that's usually the thing that gets you stuck and in trouble. But because you're able to take different perspectives, be able to see things from different angles and approach things from different angles, it gives you the the wherewithal to be flexible, to be adaptable. Mm -hmm. But when you see someone who does not want to change their perspective on something, they're not willing to consider other perspectives, that could be dangerous. But when you see somebody who says, you know what, I never considered that before. Or, you know what, there's another way to look at this. Yeah. You want to be with somebody who has the ability to see things from different perspectives. Because, number one, what's going to happen is when you come with a perspective that's different than theirs, they're going to be, going to be understanding. Even if they don't agree with your perspective, they will at least be understanding of your perspective and may consider that, which can open more dialogue around how to negotiate whatever the issue is. But also, by them having the ability to see different perspectives, they may be able to give you perspectives, you know, more than just one, but multiple perspectives sure. that you hadn't considered before. So they can open up, help open up your mind about whatever it is that you're trying to deal with at the moment and help you understand different approaches to whatever the problem is in that moment. So you want to be with somebody who can see and um, share different perspectives on any number of, of issues. Yeah, so. I mean, that, I mean, it's 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 you're absolutely right. I think the other word to what you're describing, I like the kaleidoscope metaphor. I've mm-hmm. heard that one before and mm-hmm. I think it re- it's really spot on. But it's it's like it's just perspective taking. And, and it's something that people actively need to work on. You right. need to be able to see life and, and, and events um, in someone else's shoes to mm-hmm. truly understand where they're coming from. And it has nothing to do with agreeing. But can you take someone else's perspective? Can yeah. you see, you know, an event and in, 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 in multiple perspectives, mm-hmm. at least being open to it, at least? And I, and I agree. I think that's right. an amazing green flag because I- that spills over to. What, what I was mentioning earlier. I mean, ha- when you think about your clients and that approach, you know, you think about your clients who have the ability to, you know, see multiple perspectives. How does that help them in therapy, whether it's, it's a couple or individual? How does it help them when they do have the ability to consider different perspectives at one time? Yeah, so I, I I usually whenever we do that, you usually see the light bulb go off mm-hmm. when you work with them to to take the perspective of their partner or or another perspective. You kind of see them like, oh, you, you see it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh wow, I didn't think of it that way. Like you right. can see the physical manifestation of pushing the person of saying like, well, if you put yourself on their shoes 
and you know you really try to make it as real and experiential in session as possible you can see the change and you're like oh wow you're right you're right it does make sense now aha right so now that you have that aha moment from your perspective taking what does it mean now can we text can we contextualize the way you reacted better now? right i overreacted you're right right. there we go right there we go yeah you know that's usually how it plays out for me in Mm. session i mean how how was it for you i I, mean because it's all about that empathy kind of developing oh yeah 100 percent. but i think the biggest thing too is that what happens for my clients is they get unstuck you know if you if you continue to have just one perspective you're going to be stuck but the moment that you can begin to take other perspectives, and so when you have clients who um, already come in with that kind of perspective that they can see different perspectives at one time, they move a little bit faster through the process because they're not going to be so stuck in one way of thinking, one way of behaving. Agreed. They recognize, they recognize that, okay, well, if I do this, then you know there will be a different result. But for those people who just kind of just focus on one thing and they're like, ah, you know, well, I just want to keep trying this one thing. Well, guess what? That's not working for you. You know, and that's why you'd be with me a lot longer than you need to be because you're not of taking course. the time to, to consider other perspectives and different approaches to whatever your problem is, whatever each individual problem that you're having is. So, yeah, that's helpful. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I think it's definitely helpful. And 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 before uh, Brother Reek, you 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 add another green flag. I mean, it goes without saying that you know some of the things that some of the green flags that you're hearing today, folks. A lot of it is very interconnected. <laughs> They're oh, yeah. all interconnected. They are. they are. Some of them are very tied to other ones that you'll hear today. So, you know, just know that we're not we're not just repeating ourselves, just repeat. But I think what you're hearing is how, you know, you can come up with one green flag and then end up tying it to another right. green flag. Right. So it just shows you how complicated um, and plentiful. Right. Yeah. Green flags do exist. Right. Brother? <laughs> they have to. They have to, and you have to be able to see them. That's what this whole session is about, being able to see those green flags. I, ha- I wanted to add another one. This one I think is so important that people really don't consider until it's too late. To be with someone who can admit their mistakes, someone who can say that, okay, you know what, I was wrong there. Someone who can apologize easily without being defensive all the time. You know, So someone who can admit their mistakes, you know, I, I was wrong there. You know, I could have done that differently or I could have behaved differently. I could have reacted differently. Someone who can actually admit their mistakes is a, a phenomenal green flag. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, let's be real. One of one of the one of the hardest things to do for humans, even even children, is like when you have to own up to something, mm-hmm. you have to apologize. Right. For some reason, it's hard. And so because it's hard, the presence of seeing someone with the presence of mind to be able to do that mm-hmm. and to genuinely do it is mm-hmm. a major green flag. Yeah. It, major it, green flag. I think it makes it so hard because people feel defeated when they have to meet them, admit that they're wrong. You know, it's like Correct. losing, you know. Yeah. And I will say this. My mother did a great job with me as a kid. As a kid, you know, you see little kids all the time. They start pouting when they lose or they don't get their way. And as a kid, my mother would always play games with me, you know, board games, Candyland, Monopoly, we play card games, Go Fish, you know, yeah. I Declare War, all these things. And so when you play games, more than likely, there's a chance that you're going to lose, right? There's a, there's a 50-50 chance you're going to lose in the game if you're playing with one other person. Correct. And so the thing my mother did with me was anytime I lost, she would say, you know, and I started pouting, she'd say, she'd reach her hand out and say, just say congratulations, just say congratulations. And it taught me how to be humble, even in defeat. 
And so, you know, I translate to say, translate to say, mm, translate that to say that even when I'm wrong, I can recognize that. I can acknowledge that without getting my feelings hurt, without it feeling yeah. like I lost and it takes something away from me when I admit that I'm wrong about something. It takes nothing away. You know, it yeah. takes absolutely nothing away from you or gives anything to the other person other than the understanding that, you know, you care enough to admit that you're wrong about something. I agree. Yeah. I, I think that's well said. And I think that's a great way that, you know, your mom, you know, um, trained me. That in you <laughs> she trained me. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's because it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, if it if it this world would be a much better place in so many da- different ways if folks were apologizing and yeah. owning up. It'd be a much Taking better responsibility. Place I mean, seriously, yeah. man. Um, and and I think I, I want to add um, to what you're saying because um, it encompasses some of the uh, other things that I was thinking when you were talking about apologizing. That's mm-hmm. just maturity, mm-hmm. right? And we can break it down and all kind of emotional maturity and intellectual maturity. Right. Maturity in general is a very attractive thing, folks. Right. Like, let me say, it's 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 that like that's how you win over people Mm -hmm. whoever you know whatever your persuasion is like you can easily it's and even research shows it Mm -hmm. like research shows that like people who are perceived as mature are their the ratings of them is skyrockets because there's something enduring about your ability to do all these things that we're mentioning apologize take accountability communicate well have a balanced perspective uh uh you know and work and move and and interact with integrity those are all signs of maturity right and so when you see that time and time again in a potential partner or you see that in your in your current partner or whatever let's say Mm -hmm. that is probably one of the most endearing uh qualities to have it's an amazing green flag because you're going to need that maturity for when the hard times come yeah yeah Yeah. you're going to need that maturity and another way to put that as well is honor demonstrating honor you know that's something i don't believe that we really (laughs) <laughs> respect in this in, in our culture is honor what does yeah. it mean to have honor and one of the qualities of being an honorable person is being able to admit your mistakes you know yep. so you know when you when you are around somebody who is an honorable person you can feel it in the way that they carry themselves you know because they are going to be respectful to other people they are going to admit their mistakes you know they are going to um you know consider other people you know, and again, these are qualities that people will hold on to and, and, and the behaviors they'll still do, even if no one else is looking. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. You want somebody who has that, that kind of that sense of honor, that they will still maintain that, that respect even when you're not around because they're going yep. to respect you when you're not around. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah, that, that's well said, man. That's well said. Um, what, what's an, what's another what's another green flag for the for the folks who want to highlight um, to the audience? I think this is key to so many relationships. Again, man, th- these are all key. Let me just say they, they're all key because you yeah. need them to be in a healthy relationship. I know. I know, right? Being with somebody who's actually a good listener, man. Yeah. You know, you have to be with something. You have to be a good listener. But finding somebody who is also a good listener is a extremely needed quality in a healthy relationship, right? Yep. You're going to have to talk. There are going to be issues and circumstances, both positive and negative, that occur, and you want to be with somebody who has the ability to listen to you and give you feedback, you know, who's going to be an empathetic and active listener, you know? But a lot of us don't think about that immediately because we have some people who just want to talk, 
and they're not considering whether or not the person listening to them. They're just happy to get everything off their chest. But no, you want somebody who's going to be able going to be able to understand you and also give you some feedback. But if they're not listening, if they're not staying in tune with you, then it's all going to be for naught. You know, so yeah. you want somebody who's going to be a good listener. You know, when you say something and, you know, they respond or, you know, you don't you find yourself not to say something 17 times because they heard you the first time. You know, or they're not asking you the same questions over and over again because, you know, you've already said it and they really listen to you. You know, you want somebody who is a good listener. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a really good one. I mean, it's an amazing it's it's an amazing one because like that can cause so many problems if oh, they're not a good listener. Right. <laughs> it causes a ton of problems. Yeah. because um, it's key to communication. If you're not listening, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no understanding, there's no no way that you can fully communicate. You know, an idea to somebody, they're not listening to you. You have to be able to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like that one a lot. I mean, because that that's definitely that definitely gets man, you to like so it many cores. You like it because you're a good listener, man. Being a therapist that you are, you're, you're a good listener. So that's why you like it, man. Whatever. That's, that's a quality that you know that you have. Whatever, man. I see the uh, eyes. He's like, yeah, I'm a good listener. <laughs> I got that quality. Uh, you that's know, why my wife uh, loves me. Yeah, she does. She does. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely, definitely listen. Uh, yeah, I, 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 and and you know, as you were, as you bring up the listening, I also want to add like being vulnerable is a, is a, is is is. is I want to counter that with another green flag that mm-hmm. fits in so well. What's that? You know, to be able to listen and then to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. right? Like vulnerability is key. That's how you connect, even yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. That's what we're saying. That's right? How you connect? You right. know, like when you when you are vulnerable. You're connecting in a way that allows both parties to assess the the extent of the connection. And yeah. vulnerability is that, folks. Yeah. Like you, oh, I mean, there. And and when we say vulnerability, we've talked extensively in, in previous episodes about like, you know, we're not saying like you got to share your whole life story. You got to like, you know, you don't do right. all of that stuff because right. that could be overkill. You still have but, your boundaries. You still have your boundaries. Correct. You still have, to have your boundaries. Correct. But being vulnerable is not just vulnerable. I mean, it could be in so many different ways. Um, it, it, it it's it's we all you know, everybody has has a heart and, and vulnerability really speaks to connecting. It really speaks to empathy. It also shows the person that like, hey, I'm letting you in, even mm-hmm. if I don't know you as well. But right. I feel so comfortable with you. Um, that's a that's a green flag. Okay. And I mean, it, it, it because it starts the journey. Of yeah. connecting, yeah, and 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 folks who are either closed off or who, because of all kinds of reasons, aren't that comfortable being vulnerable. They do have a harder time to connect and, mm-hmm. and 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 stuff like that. They even report it. I have clients who who have talked about that over the years, like struggle with vulnerability, and and you can see it in their uh, their dating you yeah. know experiences yeah. and and just their ability to maintain relationships. So green, so a green flag. Um, is if you're able to be vulnerable um, in a healthy way, let, right. me, let me let me disclaim that right. in a healthy way, man. That that's a great. It's a turn on. Yeah, yeah, it's a no turn doubt. on, no doubt. You know, another green flag that I think people don't really think about very often is someone who has their own interests. You know, have you ever <laughs> have you ever come across somebody who's always you know just interested in what you're interested in? You know, and they they're trying to attach themselves to your world. And they're not really <laughs> sharing their own world, you know. It's like it's like it's like it's like whatever whatever food you like, right, you know. Right, exactly. There's exactly. a reason why that scene exists, and it's very like it goes down in history Powerful. and like in in all the films because it turned 
Eddie Murphy's Prince Akeem's character off. Yeah. It turned him off. Right. It was not a good way like, to no, start. What He's do, like, what do you, you like? <laughs> what kind of food do you like? Whatever food you like. Right. Yeah. And, w- and what did he say? This is impossible, <laughs> which always makes me laugh because it's true. It's yeah. like we're not going to connect. This is impossible. Right. Right. The fact that you can't even tell me if I like steak and you like lobster, tell me. Like, I, I want to hear something different. Right. But it can't be, oh, whatever it is you like, I'll like it as well. But so many of us, like you said before, so many of us are so ego driven that we yeah. like the fact that other people like other people like what we like. You yeah, know, that, that can be true. a turn on for people because, yeah. hey. You know, it makes it easier for us. You know, it makes us see, it makes us seem very compatible because you like you have all the same interests I have. But the problem is that can get boring really quickly, you yeah. know. And it doesn't help to expand your mind and your worldview if you're with somebody who has just the same interests that you have. You want someone who is going to be able to expose you to a world that you haven't experienced before. 100%. But if, but so so if someone has different interests in you, now you have the possibility of having the exploration. You know, you want somebody who has done things that, that you haven't done. Point. Who's traveled to places you haven't been, been to. Who've read books you haven't read before. That's you know, Those are the kind of people you also want. Those are a great green flag. Someone who can tell you about things that you just have never experienced before. And that's another phenomenal green flag. Yeah. And, and, and it's bonding and it's fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, straight up. It's fun. It's fun learning from someone who may like something else. And even if you still end up disagreeing, the fact that you learn something about why is it they like this or that or where they've traveled, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 true. I mean, so um, being able to have your own interests and choices, um, it's actually great for compatibility. I mean, that's why it's a green flag. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's great. All right, man. Well, we're going to have to wrap up soon, guys. So, Dr. John, why don't you give our listeners your noble truths about green flags? Uh, I, I think the biggest one and the most important one is um, give as much weight to exploring what your green flags are and allow that to also be your guide on dates, on getting to know people. Um, don't let the yellow and red ones just dictate right. all of the interactions. Right. I mean, that's one of my biggest noble truths based on what we've talked about. Let the let the green flags also carry some weight in your uh, interactions let, with- let, uh, let the green flags stuff. fly, baby. Let the green flags fly. Yeah, man, why not? <laughs> why not? You know? Yeah. I would say one of my noble truths for green flags is that there are so many potential green flags out there that you need to take your time to research what they are. You know, again, we yeah. have we have our lists. Don't get stuck to your list. There are so many qualities in individuals that you may not have discovered yet because you haven't had those experiences yet that you want to take the time to learn so that you consider them moving forward. You know, again, finally, there's a lot. We're working off a list that we found, you know, find yep. a list of, of what potential green flags are or another way to say that are what are some of the positive personality traits that people have, you know, and you want to find those things and, and incorporate, the, incorporate them into your own thinking around what it is that I want in a potential mate. You know what I'm saying? So that's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I what, agree. That's, that's what I'm saying. Good, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, let let the green flags fly. Let the, let the green flags fly. <laughs> All right, guys, we have to wrap this one up. Dr. John, let the people know where they can find you and see what you got going on. Man, um, as always, please come and check us out at www.kingsoftheheart.com. 
Um, you know, you can even just search for us. We'll pop up. Um, we're doing amazing things. We're looking forward to the fall. Um, you can also check me out at www.rccmaryland.com. Type in Dr. John Hart, all kinds of social media platforms. But check out our Kings of the Heart on all streaming platforms. These episodes are hot. That's Please right. support us. Uh, we're doing amazing things, man. So that that's where you can uh, is where you can find me, brother Rick. Where can we find you, brother? Where are you at? Like you said, you can find me at kingsoftheheart.com. You can also find me at tyrikomariwalton.com, viewsandvibes.com, and all streaming pl- not streaming platforms, but um, social media platforms at Tyrico Mari or Tyrico Mari Walton. You can find me all there. Look, we want to hear from you guys. Give us a call 240-232-6505. If there's some green flags that we did not talk about today that you think are essential. And another human being that you want to be in a relationship with, please let us know what those green flags are. We again, we didn't exhaust the list. There are plenty more to discuss. But I want you to, and we want to hear from you. Tell us what your green flags are, or even what you see in yourself. You know what qualities you see in yourself that you know is a green flag. Let us know. Two four zero two three two six five zero five. That's how you can reach Kings of Heart. Look, guys, we gotta go. You have yourselves a fantastic week, and we will see you next time. Peace.